small business owners have a big journey ahead. We're here to make that road a little easier with effective tips on everything from sales and marketing to succession. This is the Legacy Academy. Hello and welcome to the Legacy Academy. I'm your host, Justin Grice, the COO and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching. And with me is my wife, attorney Natalia Willette Grice, the owner of LCO Law and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching. Today, we've got a special guest for you, and we're so happy to welcome Michael Pillay of Storehouse Capital to speak with us about uh, how your business can secure small business loans. Whether you're looking to make a capital investment in your business, need it for working capital, or just using the money for a startup. So, Michael, welcome. Yeah, welcome, Michael. Well, thank you for having me, Natalia and uh, Justin. It's a pleasure. Um, so, Michael, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Wow. Um, I started Storehouse Capital back in uh, 2017 after uh, I was a branch manager for a bank for about five to six years prior to that. Uh, my, my financial career really began in residential mortgages in the year of 2004. Uh, and in 2008, you know, uh, around late 2007, 2008, when things began to transition in the market, and the market began to take a little bit of a downturn. Uh, I transitioned uh, into traditional banking. Uh, so I uh, worked my way up from being a just a personal banker um, at a local community bank and uh, became a branch manager within about three to four years. Uh, that was up until about between the span of 2008 to 2016. And in 2017, uh, I launched Starhouse Capital. That's wonderful. And Storehouse Capital is tailored to business solutions, correct? That's correct. Uh, so Storehouse Capital, uh, the full name is Storehouse Capital and Funding Solutions. So that's what we do. We cater to businesses and uh, business owners who are looking for working capital or even individuals who are looking for other products uh, such as, you know, commercial mortgages, you know, multifamily loans or individuals, investors that are looking to purchase Airbnb, so on and so forth. Wonderful. Excellent. That's so you, Michael, you deal a lot with SBA loans. Um, can you explain what an SBA loan is and how it can benefit a small business? Wow. Okay. So an SBA loan, by definition of SBA.gov, okay, it is the U.S. Small Business Administration who helps small businesses get funding by setting guidelines for loans and reducing, uh, reducing lender risk. Uh, the SBA-backed loans make it easier for small businesses to get the funding they need. So what that really means is the SBA is really the individuals who guarantee the loan. The government guarantees the loans for these banks. And uh, if, if, if any listeners or, or you guys are familiar with FHA loans, you know, they're pretty much, they're backed uh, in case there's a default. So in, in essence, the SBA uh, is working uh, with these banks across the United States and also some non-bank lenders to to back these loans and make these banks feel comfortable to offer uh, working capital to businesses. Awesome. That's great. And so, you know, we're talking about these being kind of like the backers, right? The SBA being the backing agency to make these lenders feel comfortable. So who really issues these loans? Great question. Great question. So there are certain banks across the U.S. that actually uh, issue these loans. There are many banks from the West Coast to the East Coast to the Southeast to, to everywhere you can think of in the United States that offer, uh, that offer these loans. Now, the credit criteria 
from bank to bank do vary. Okay, so some banks may like to do construction, uh, which the SBA does help with commercial construction. Uh, some like to work with restaurants. Some like to work with uh, individuals, uh, manufacturers. Some like to, it, it depends on, it, from bank to bank, it really varies. Uh, so uh, these banks are selective. You know, some of the local banks uh, that we know of, the major banks may not even offer SBA loans. There may be uh, certain banks across the U.S. that may have to, you, if we go to SBA.gov, uh, they will actually have a few lists of some lenders and also non-bank lenders, which mm. uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, non-bank lenders, there's about 14 of them that specifically do SBA loans. Oh, that's really they're not brick and Yeah, they're not brick and mortar. You know, you don't walk okay. in and, you know, have a, you know, deposit your check and have a savings account there. No, they're, they're just there strictly for lending purposes. Oh, that's cool because, I mean, there's this, I think there's a general misconception and misunderstanding out there that like it's the SBA who's the actual official bank and that's not the case, right? right? There's this multitude of lending institutions, some banks, some that are not traditional banks that are out there for this. Um, so it's it's good to know this is why you want to speak with a business broker who's going to help you figure out, you know, what what lending institution is going to have more of an appetite, right, for your kind of business. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's huge. I've, I've had scenarios where uh, many business owners have tried other lenders. They tried other banks. They even may try their local bank. You know, you may walk into your local bank or credit union uh, and they're looking for some type of financing and they never really mention SBA loans because banking institutions do have their own type of lending products. You know, you can get an auto loan from you know, a certain bank per se, but, you know, it may not be their forte. You know, it may not be their appetite. A lot of uh, what some individuals, or, or, or I'll say uh, what some people do not understand or don't know is, is that banks usually have a certain type of portfolio of loans and they can only diversify it so much so let's say if they they want 50 percent of their portfolio to be auto loans once they're at 49 50 percent you know their rates may not be favorable anymore because their portfolio they're not looking to uh, really have that risk anymore considering their port they're, they're just trying to keep their portfolio balanced so uh, what I do as a business broker, uh, what I do, I, I point you in the right direction. I just make sure that, you know, the, based off of your scenario and what you're looking for, I can point you in the right direction to the correct lender to make sure that it's the bank's appetite. What you're looking, to, what you're looking for and the financing you look for matches with the lender. That's really awesome. Um, so when, when we're getting prepared for these, what does a business owner need to prepare for in the SBA loan application and in the process itself? First thing, first things first, um, make sure you have a business plan. Now, the SBA does have a basic outline, uh, which is a form I do have for customers that if they don't have a business plan, what a normal business plan, what the SBA would like to look for in a normal business plan, okay? So in a business plan, uh, just to give you a few things, here, here's a few things uh, detailed as such of what you, what you should have in a good business plan is what product are you offering, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one, of course, you want to make sure if it's a restaurant, you know, what type of food are you offering? And after you find out what your product is, 
you who's your target audience who are you targeting who are you targeting and 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 all these so things important. i'm gonna it's very important and i i'm gonna go through a couple of these things but the main thing here is to understand and and, and let the lender know all right what we're talking about these things uh, even though the sba helps us out and points us in the right direction as far as to what the SBA would like to see and, you know, what's in, what's involved in the underwriting process, you know, the banks would like to see, hey, who's your target audience? Make me feel comfortable that you know what to do if I, if I loan you a million and a half dollars, you know? Very so, important, um, <laughs> Yeah, the third point is what is the future of the company? Uh, in a constantly evolving world, do you have the knowledge and tools to stay relevant? I mean, we were, it, it just seems, uh, you know, I'm in my late thirties now. I don't want to blurt my, I, I mean, I'm 38 years old. I mean, it, it is what it is. I know Same. a lot of people don't like to be honest with their age, but let me tell you, it just seems that time is moving. Uh, I mean, at a, a, a tremendous rapid, unbelievable pace more than it was when I was a little kid. Uh, and, uh, with that, I mean, with the age of social media and, 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 and and everything that's going on, it just seems that everything's moving a lot faster. And it really is, you know, uh, a business can be relevant today and gone tomorrow. So what knowledge, what is it, what are you doing? What are your projections? You know, do you have projections? What is it that you're looking for in the future to make sure that you're staying relevant? Because an SBA loan can go out 10 years. And if it, if it involves real estate, it can go out 25 so we need to make sure, based off of the health, based off of your projections and your plan, can you maintain this loan and this payment for the next 10 to 25 years? So uh, the next thing is, what is your mission statement? Okay, huge, you know, uh, slogans, mission statement. What, 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 what's your core values? You know, what, what is going to make sure that you're always consistently going to have customers for your business? Um, the last two is market research is huge you want to know your demographics you want to know who you're serving you know uh, that's what businesses are necessarily doing you're coming into an area and you're saying where you know you can definitely offer a product but you're serving that need because you feel like there's a lack of a need in that area so uh last thing is is uh company advantage what separates you from your competition which we spoke about um one of my greatest examples is chick-fil-a i mean who can uh, Chick Fil A is amazing. If you ever, if you ever been in a drive through of a Chick Fil A, the first thing they say is, "Can I have a name for your order?" Uh, if if any of us have, I don't know if some of us eat fast food anymore or not, but if you drive through anything, uh, McDonald's or anything these days, uh, you know the customer service we thought that was good back then. If you drive through a Chick Fil A, it's almost as if you went from a Honda to a Mercedes to a Land Rover overnight. It's true. Such great <laughs> systems their systems but their priority is service uh -huh. mm -hmm. and that and that I, service is one thing uh, if i if i could just interject just to just just knowledge that i've that i've gained over the last couple of years in in business i mean service is should be top priority if your service is good i believe service surpasses time you know in business uh, it's li it's literally timeless i mean if if people can understand that you provide a good service it feels comfortable. It makes someone else feel comfortable to refer you. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the Chick-fil-A bit. Um, I was speaking with a friend from New York just yesterday, and he was he was saying that that's something that he truly appreciated about the quality of their service, because even in New York, right, he's like, 
the difference, you know, the difference in service, right? He's like, in New York, I'd go to a McDonald's or a Burger King and you could tell, like, people just did not want to take care of you. And he's like, in, you walk into a Chick-fil-A, no matter where you are, and it is, how are you doing? How can we take care of you? What's right, your name? Right. You know, it, it's priority, as you said, of service, but they put that into all of their systems to make sure that it's consistent and that it shows as a value throughout their entire business structure. And it's something right. that people may not even think about until they get bad service. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, say, say, say that again. I mean, you don't, you don't want, you don't want to be that, uh, that, you, you know, you don't want to be the name behind that bad service, mm -hmm. you know, uh, necessarily because, you know, you may just be used to it. Some people are just used to this is how I run business. You know, I've been doing this 10 years. I'm great at it. But if, if you're not constantly, as I mentioned before, you know, uh, in a constantly evolving world, what, what are you doing to stay relevant? If service is not one of your priorities, uh, it just takes, like you said, Justin, it just takes that one individual to drive down a Chick-fil-A drive-thru to realize, wait a minute. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that that is a, a really relevant and uh, important factor for the SBA loan application. So what about the process? Wow. Okay. Uh, the, uh, there is a, uh, some people who hear SBA loans, sometimes they can get a little afraid. Okay. Now the SBA is nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> the SBA, and remember, they're just backing the loan. Realistically, uh, between myself, you'll be working with myself and the bank. Okay. They just have to follow the guidelines. They're just plugging and playing based off of what the, some of the guidelines that the SBA puts into place. What's very important to know also is, is that although the SBA has guidelines that they put in place, the bank or the lender themselves may have more strict requirements. So for example, I don't want to jump ahead, but if, if the minimum requirement, let's say was a 650, okay, per SBA, the bank may not want uh, any particular client below a 680. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's another that's another advantage of working with a uh, individual such as myself, a business a business loan broker such as myself, because uh, placement is everything. You know, uh, even though one lender, both lenders may do SBA, the credit score requirement may be a little different. So if you if you got a 660, it, you know, I mean, it's 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 a relatively fair credit score in today's market but they may be looking for 700, 720. You need to go to the right bank that can understand how to cater to your 660 credit score. So some of the expectations, right? I believe that's, that's kind of the question that you're asking here. I mean, uh, you can certainly expect to do your part <laughs> if I can be very general. And and what that looks like is, is, is that since it's the SBA, there's gonna be paperwork involved. My job is to make that paperwork a lot easier. Okay, is to explain to you what you're looking at, why necessarily you have to do this paperwork. Uh, and sometimes it's just a formality. So sometimes when individuals are looking to obtain business loans, the paperwork sometimes could be so daunting. So my job is to make that a lot easier. Okay, so uh, the next thing that they're looking for is your personal credit. So you want to make sure that you're working on your personal credit. Now, some of the advantages here is, is that there are certain loans that the SBA or certain banks that do SBA loans provide. They can provide loans that actually don't require any type of a collateral piece. What mm -hmm. that means is, say you're just looking to acquire a restaurant, but the restaurant doesn't own the building. Okay, you're just buying the business. And then also the restaurant is just renting that location. 
-hmm. Say it's a restaurant that actually owns the building. Okay, you may want to buy the building and the restaurant, the, the business and the business's cash flow and their customers as well. Okay, those are two different scenarios. In the first scenario where there's no real estate piece, that loan can probably go out max 10 years. But since there's a real estate piece, that loan can go out 25 years. Mm. And the great thing is, is that when there's a real estate piece involved, the credit score requirements, um, they drop drastically. So for an unsecured credit, unsecured uh, type of loan, uh, that's not secured against any real estate. And that's what I mean by saying secured. Usually the loan's going to go out 10 years. The minimum FICO usually is around 680 to 700. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 700 in a market like this. If you're looking with a real estate piece, you can, it's possible to get in there with even almost as low as a 600 wow. with a real estate piece. I mean, you may have to come up with a little more down payment. The SBA does finance 90%, mm -hmm. but uh, that instead of 10%, the bank may say, okay, can you put down 20? But even so with a 600 credit score, who normally would entertain you? So um, other thing is, is other things I'll, I'll just breeze through this is just keeping your books in order. Of course, maintaining a good P&L and balance sheet, yeah. uh, at, le at least within, uh, I'd say, 60 days, 60 to 90 days, at least. Uh, and uh, you're working on a business plan, as we mentioned before. Right. So, Michael, kind of to expand on that, you, you talked a little bit about, you know, if you're going to buy this business, buy that business. What if you're a startup? What if you don't have clients, a balance sheet, a, a profit and loss statement? What if you don't have that kind of stuff, but you have a really great idea? Is the SBA going to consider you or are they going to tell you to pound sand? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 50-50. I'm so in, in, in the years I've been doing SBA loans, I found this. The SBA likes franchises. They do. They like franchises. You know, if you want to open a Papa John's, if you if you're a former restaurant owner and you say, hey, listen, I just I just I just want to open a and let's say you 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 you're formerly uh, worked for. I had a client uh, actually call me the other day who worked for a UPS store. You know, maybe they're just good with logistics, and you know, sometimes you know those franchises the SBA likes. Now, completely from the ground up, I've seen a lot of SBA lenders say they do them, but they somewhat shied away from them. Okay, sure. uh, to normally do it from the ground up, and it's just, uh, I have a wonderful idea. I want to open up an ice cream shop. It's never been heard of. It's a brand new name. Uh, I won't say it can't be done. I will say it's a, it's, a, it's a very difficult mountain to climb in this particular market. What would your be? So what would be your suggestion if they did? Would they have to have capital up front? Would they have to have something to secure a loan against? What What would you say would be? the best chance of somebody with a startup getting approved for an so, SBA loan? So usually uh, good startups, uh, in, uh, individuals that are looking to start up, okay? Uh, Self-funding, crowdfunding, uh, getting investors, uh, pitching your idea, you know, doing it personally, lines of credit, uh, personal loans, and things of that nature to get it off the ground so that you have something to prove to these banks in the SBA in the next two years. Usually the, likes, the SBA likes to see you two years in business. If it's a startup, you'd like to see a franchise. Why mm. a franchise? Why, 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 why is it like that? You know, why, why is it I have to fund personally if, it, if it's a complete ground up? Why won't the SBA help me? Not that they won't help you. It's just easier for the SBA to see numbers. They can actually see franchise numbers in the local area sure. within a certain amount of miles. You know, they have a gauge, something to go by, which is why they'll feel more comfortable if uh, a former restaurant owner wants to open a Papa John's, 
uh, franchise because they can easily just pull up some of the numbers. All right. Got it. The comfort of a business in a box, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the SBA used to be great for a complete startup from the ground up. And then uh, it's other ways such as self-funding and maybe getting some investors, getting some partners uh, in the beginning. And then as your company grows, it's a great idea. You buy the partners out and you do it the traditional way. You climb, climb that mountain. Excellent. Excellent. So, Michael, you know, we had some more questions, but you really kind of covered everything that we were going to ask. Um, can you give us like the three top things that a business owner can do today to increase their chance of success when they're applying for an SBA loan? Absolutely. Uh, I will say the first thing is to have a plan. The business plan uh, does not have to be in full play just yet. We first speak. It is something that we can work on throughout the process. Okay. Uh, the second thing is, is to have a good credit score. Uh, the better the credit score, the easier it is, and the, the better uh, the better it'll make the lender feel. Okay. Uh, usually, and I, I'll park there for, for about uh, two seconds. It, the more comfortable we make a bank in an underwriter field, underwriters are signing off on these loans and approving uh, hundreds, mm -hmm. millions of dollars, you know, each month. We want them to feel comfortable and understand and be very concise in what we're presenting. Okay. Um, and the last thing is, is my favorite. We got to speak to a broker. We have to speak to it. You got to speak to individuals such as myself. Um, we got to make sure that we're sending based off of your plan and based off of what you're looking to do. We got to make sure that we send your loan to the right lender. Excellent. That's so key. Uh, and I know that, you know, working with the small business loan process that that made all the difference right is knowing what lenders have an appetite for what industry for what kinds of projects um so that those those three pieces right having a business plan having a good credit score and speaking with your broker i could not agree more all right michael so <laughs> yeah. if somebody needs a broker i'm sure you're available how can they get in touch with you well, uh, they can get in touch with me. My website is www.storehousecapitalfs. That's F as in Frank, S as in Sam.com. Uh, my contact information is all there. And also it gives you a good snapshot of some of the products that we do aside from SBA loans. Uh, we can help business owners and individuals that are looking to uh, purchase investments, uh, such as real estate investments. Uh, you know, as well as SBA loans and other types of loans, other type of working capital loans as well. So visit the website, www.storehousecapitalfs, that's F as in Frank, S as in Sam.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michael. No, thank you for having me. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite application and tune in every Thursday where we'll bring you more tips on how you can improve your small business. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Legacy Academy FL.